Welcome to Some Would Say. Casual chats for curious people. Your weekly podcast hosted by us, Amelia Rose and Lara May, unpacking all things life from the arts to well-being, from work to play and hearing what others have to say. So many of us struggle when it comes to finding and maintaining the perfect workout regime. We love Katie Martin's realistic approach to moving and fueling your body. Katie shares why considering your hormones when training is vital, her non-negotiables for optimal health, as well as her go-to weekly meals that are nourishing and actually yum. Katie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. To start things off, a question that we ask all guests is if we were to take you on a night out, what is your DJ song request and why? And what would we order you to drink? I feel like this is really exposing me. (laughs) I think it would probably be, this is so embarrassing, but I can't lie. It would be I think Candy Shop by 50 Cent. Yeah. What a tune. <laughs> Love it. Such a I banger. Remember, I remember every high school party, was that was the song that we get everyone on the dance floor. Yeah. Yes. So inappropriate now that I think about it. But anyway, and my drink of choice is actually a gin and water. Okay. Everyone was like, what is that? But I'm not a huge fan of Spark. I actually really hate soda water so I like distilled water that was my next question like just normal plain old tap water or yeah like interesting literally turns their nose up to her and think says to me what are you drinking but and then they have a sip and they are pleasantly surprised and like a little garnish of cucumber if yeah yeah it's very fresh yeah, so that's my drink of choice. Yum! I could so yeah. go a gin right now. Like it's that. so hot. Oh my god! I s- it's so hot. I just been in the kitchen cooking. I'm like, wow, it is hot today. Literally, for everyone listening, the Gold Coast slash Brisbane area was raining for so long, and then all of a sudden it was just like, no, it's summer now. Yeah, <laughs> we're like sweating on like thirty degree days. We were laughing earlier today because we're like, it reminds us of those school days where you're in your polyester bloody polo shirt and you're you're sitting in a plastic seat and you're like sweating (laughs) sliding around (laughs) and the teacher would say we don't need the air con oh i'm having out-of-body experiences (laughs) catch me faking a ziggy to go home that day (laughs) the teacher's wrapped in a shawl like yeah. it <laughs> totally. 100%. It gives me Millie Graham vibes. Do you follow her on Instagram? I love her. I, I you know, it's again, I don't use it as much as I use Instagram, but I follow her on TikTok. Yeah. And I just think she is so funny. She's hilarious. Yeah. She just nails it. She really does. She's an absolute trailblazer. Okay, well, before we get into the questions, for those who don't know you, Katie, can you tell us a little bit about you and who Katie is? For sure. So I'm Katie Martin. Um, I think a lot of people know me or my business, KFIT. I'm a 23-year-old personal trainer from Brisbane and I still live and work in Brisbane. I'm predominantly known on my bread and butter, I guess, is personal training and that's how I started in the health and fitness industry. And I've, I started when I was 16 and 
launched KFit, my own business when I was 17. I've been doing that for um, quite a few years now. And then only as of late, I released my own cookbook called The Kitchen Series, um, which I think we're going to delve into a little bit later. And then um, even more recently than that, my own activewear line, which I use my um, the name KFit. That was my personal training name for the activewear. Cool. Okay. Firstly, I had no idea you were 23. You like, you seem so mature. Yeah. Like in a good way, but yeah. When you said you were 23, I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I tend to get that a little bit. I, um, I think just because I started in the industry so young, yeah. you just assume that that I'd be a bit older because most people don't study their PT course, let alone, you know, actually use it until they're out of school. Totally. Yeah. Until yeah. they're like oh, 18 or 19. Yeah. Mm. yeah. No, I was just a little eager beaver when I was 16 and here we are. We wanted to focus this chat today about like all things wellbeing. And I thought mm-hmm. that there was no better way to kick things off by chatting about fitness. And so you recently did a post that spoke about your ideal training style um, can you talk to us about this? Like, why is this your ideal training style? Give us the info. Yeah, definitely. I think first and foremost, I would, you know, come out and say that everyone's bodies are different. Everybody's going to respond to different exercise. And if you're going to prioritize anything with your exercise, do something that makes you happy just before you even get into the nitty gritty of it. But ultimately in this post you're talking about, I was explaining how my favorite style of training and my ideal training type is strength training and more specifically hypertrophy, which means muscle building. You're in a muscle building um, type of training. That's what your program's designed to do. Um, And this consists of three to four sets, eight to 12 reps, um, working at a slightly heavier weight range, but not super heavy. So somewhere in that sweet spot. And reason being, I'm really aware, and I've trained a lot of females in my career so far, of how sensitive our hormones are. And I think with the big rise of F45 and HIIT training and, you know, how much the whole industry played on, that's fat burning. That's the only way to burn fat, the most effective way to burn fat. For sure, you get your heart rate up really high in a short amount of time. You're going to burn a substantial amount of calories in that set session. But no one then went into more detail as to, okay, we all live these super fast-paced lives. How does lifting our um, heart rate so drastically and doing such an intense session have an impact on our cortisol levels? So for those that don't know what your cortisol is, it's your stress hormone. So exercise generally lifts your cortisol and your body's ability to adapt to that results in changes. So stress, uh, exercise as a whole does put stress on your body, but it's understanding at what point do you say, okay, that's actually enough. Mm. coming full circle to that the hypertrophy training or that strength training doesn't lift your cortisol that high enough to see muscle growth to see a caloric burn you're obviously still lifting your heart rate but it's more nourishing to the body and I found a lot of clients and we're starting to see more and more women with PCOS and endometriosis and um, things that are a bit more hormone related coming in and belting them with a hit session isn't necessarily ideal it's going to cause them to a, resent exercise make them feel more fatigued more run down more inflamed um just because it's ultimately too much mm. so from a hormone and a female perspective i personally find myself and my clients respond a lot better to that lower intensity strength training and don't be fooled it's still very tough mm. um and ultimately at the end of the day the only way to see really 
definitive change within your physique and your muscles is to expose your body to weights. Yeah. So a bit of an internal side to it. And then, you know, physically you want to see a change in your physique, you have to lift weights. Yeah. Amazing. I kind of went through a similar sort of journey back when I was maybe like 20 it was very much the F45, like you're yeah. going, you're doing HIIT training. You've got to push yourself. You've got to push yourself. You've got to be dying. Otherwise, mm. like you haven't had a good session. And yeah. my skin started to break out. I was so mm. exhausted all the time. And I ended up working with mm-hmm. a naturopath to because my hormones were imbalanced and I had hormonal acne. Um And she was kind of saying to me, like, what kind of training do you do? Like, do you realize that this is really like a lot of stress on your body? And yes, you you understand exactly what I'm saying here. Yeah. 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 A hundred percent. And anyways, I kind of did a bit of a 180 and ended up going to Pilates and like very like Mm. mat style Pilates. That was more the traditional style Pilates, not necessarily like high intense, high intensity Pilates. Yeah. Yeah. And then now I've kind of incorporated more weight training because my association with the gym and weight training was high intensity. But now I've realized like it doesn't actually have to be that way. Like I can lift weights and it still feel nice to my body, not like not exhaust me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. And, and that's exactly this almost, you know, recording of the conversation I have with my clients is mm. what you just said. And it's, yeah, taking that step back and understanding that you don't have to walk out of a session feeling lightheaded, like you want to vomit, you know, that was the hardest thing ever for it to be deemed a good workout. Mm. Like that, it's just, it, it's so almost 2012 of us to believe that that is what a good workout is. And I am so grateful that the industry, I believe, is really shifting to, and especially for women, to lift weights and to kind of lower that intensity, listen to your body, really nourish your body and give it what it ultimately needs. Mm. And most people we have enough stress going on in our lives from all aspects work home life whatever Mm. we don't need to then use our happy place or the gym or whatever form of exercise you like to do as another place to add even more stress it just becomes too much when you say like low intensity um strength training is that like a combination of body weight and like light dumbbells for example or is it heavier weights than that or depends on the person um, definitely, generally speaking, still pushing up towards heavier weights, right. but not necessarily going in and then supersetting with jump squats, burpees, oh, hill yeah. sprints. It's, yeah. you know, still working through your more traditional strength training movements, like your lunges, your squats, your bigger movements, but then allowing, you know, 60 to 90 seconds rest between each set to oh, let yeah. your heart rate come back down. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I was saying earlier, my eye train predominant, I really only do strength training a bit of Pilates, bit of walking, but the bulk of my training is strength training and I'm dripping in sweat. Like it's, it's, it's hard and I'm pushing my muscles, but I'm, I'm not, it's more about my heart rate and where that sits. And in a strength session, it doesn't, or would never get nearly as high as say in a hit session. Right. Um, so that's what I'm saying more lower intensity in comparison to say a hit session, mm-hmm. still challenging, still pushing my body, mm-hmm. but not pushing my heart rate is right. how I would probably summarize that. And because so again, the weight range would depend on yeah. the specific person. Right, yeah. And because you're sweating anyway and kind of getting your heart rate up just from strength training, does that mean that you probably don't do a lot of like cardio during the week or do you still like incorporate a run or stuff like that as well? Yeah, I, I love a run. Um, and I'm sure if anyone that's listening had followed my Instagram, like I was really into running 
for a big chunk of this year and still am, but it's something that I wouldn't base my training around. And it's not, you know, the foundation of my training. It's something that I'll do socially with a friend. It's something one day I'll wake up and think, wow, it's such a stunning day. I just really want to go for a run. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit there and say, well, hang on a second. I don't do anything with my heart rate above Mm. whatever. I can't run. It's just, if I feel like I'll do it, if I don't, it doesn't bother me. My running just comes and goes as I feel my body wants to and needs to. I like that philosophy. Mm, yeah, love it. Question. This is, I feel like yeah. a lot of people can relate to this. What do you do in those 90 second breaks when you're like waiting to start your next set? Because I always feel so awkward. I'm like standing around and then you like make eye contact with someone yeah. and you're just like, I'm not like you feel like you're slacking off especially because I came from this high intensity space like where you go 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 all the time so now when I have rest periods I'm like like, what do I do I'm okay I'm really guilty and any of my friends know this I can't listen to a song for more than about 30 seconds so I spend my rest like changing through all my songs and getting almost ready that you know when I know I've got like another set coming up I'm gonna have like the drop of the songs I've got, I've got candy shop playing um <laughs> I have the drop of the song to when I'm doing it but I mean I'm often adjusting weights mm. um you know really checking in was that challenging enough was it not um do I need to change my weights up for that do I want something heavier or lighter um I actually like and it, it it depends I'm pretty I don't really care what people think of me in the gym which probably helps what I'm about to say but I'll feel myself quite a bit if I'm by myself just to keep an eye on my form so mm. if I film a set I might go in and then just in my rest re-watch it so then I know when I go into my next one I can adjust things if I need to or make sure I'm set up a little bit better or mm. getting a little bit lower in my squat um recording yourself is very humbling so <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes can yes. relate <laughs> So I would probably change between music, equipment, and then maybe checking over my form. Yeah, nice. Cool. Yeah. Um, do you, Katie, do you have any, like, non-negotiables for optimal health and can you share them with us? Definitely. Um, I think there are a few things that I know if I incorporate regularly, I feel like a completely different person. Um the first thing that I will always prioritize before anything else is my food. I personally have gone through a lot of issues with my gut health and I've worked really hard to get my gut to a really great place. So something, and I've noticed through that process how much of an impact that had on my health personally, Um, but also how much our gut is related to our mental health and my productivity levels. So food and looking after my gut health is number one. Uh, Sleep is I would say almost equally as important. Um, we do so much of our, um, like that's your state of rest and digest. That's when your body gets to recover. That's when we build up our immune system. We break down the food we've eaten. We absorb nutrients and so forth. Uh, people that aren't getting adequate sleep are often nutrient deficient, always sick, not getting results in the gym, always stressed. The list goes on. Um, from then I, I would probably move to just general movement and that doesn't necessarily mean a gym workout. For me, that means getting a, um, my steps up every day. It yeah. seems really basic and kind of cliche to say, but it makes the world of difference from not only moving your body and burning through energy, but also from a postural standpoint, from all of us sit down way too much or m- way more than we're supposed to. So getting our bodies up and moving just generally, it doesn't have to be strenuous, is super important. From then I move into strength training 
and um, getting the water in. So probably in that order, those five things would be my non-negotiables when I approach my health. Yeah. Yeah. I like how you said movement because lately, like this, this year, I feel rather than just saying exercise on like my to-do list or like workout, I feel like those words would like instill fear inside me. So it's just like move my body or movement. And it makes me like, yeah, like I'm doing this for my brain. Like I'm doing this for my Mm. like inner health. Like it's not just like workout, like you know, it to look so good. Superficial it feels something. superficial when you write those words and psychologically, like it wasn't working for me to write that on like my to-do mm-hmm. list note. So yeah, it's, I like that you call it movement, just like move your body. Like that's mm. such yeah. a good way. And to- I mean, again, especially, especially as women, you know, you go through such hormonal fluctuations throughout the month and to set unrealistic goals and expectations of yourself is frankly just unfair. Mm. Um, I think when you, I mean, look, I'm all for being really disciplined and showing up and putting in the work, but at the same time, I'm not going to set myself up to fail. I'm not going to sit there and say, well, you know, today's goal or Wednesday's goal is a 10 K run. I'm just going to say every day I have to move. And if some days are greater than others, amazing. Mm -hmm. And if work's really pulling on me this week and I need to give a lot more to work, that's okay. I still got my movement in and I'm still really happy and stoked with that and I'm not disappointed or having this mental battle with myself that I didn't – you know, go burn 600 calories in an hour. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing I struggle with the the concept of routine a little bit because I'm very much someone who listens to my body and my hormones and everything like that. Sometimes sticking to a routine struct like a – or not routine necessarily but like a fitness thing – exercise situation yeah exercise regime it feels it just doesn't work for me like if I feel like it works Mm -hmm. better to assess how I feel on the day and then my body often responds better as well yeah definitely again I think that's you know coming back to one of the first things we talked about was checking with your hormones checking with your stress levels you know what does your body actually need today I would say my number one like comment on that would be, and it's something I do myself personally is I'll set myself a weekly kind of idea of what I want to achieve, not specific days or not every Monday I go do this. And then on Tuesday I go do this. I just sit there and go, okay, I know each week I want to do at least two strength workouts. I want to walk at least 10,000 steps a day. And then anything else on top of that is a tick. And then there's other periods where I go, okay, I know that I've got a lot more time, a lot more energy. I'm not, work's not too stressful. I might want to say on top of what I usually do, I'm also going to add in, I just want to get in in one Pilates this week. And I'll just, you know, kind of assess it, you know, each season or month or whatever's going on, just reassess and kind of set just like at least, Mm. you know, I'll do two workouts at least anything above that amazing pat on the back and if I don't no who cares yeah it's like a choose your own adventure but like but or like yeah it's like a time frame where you're like somewhere in this period these things will happen but there's no set time of when that'll be I love it it's so much so much more free weight off your shoulders yeah yeah so good but ultimately you know at the end of the day it's a lifestyle Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not living for a week I'm not living for a month I'm not trying to do stuff for a month I'm living for my life like I'm looking at this over the next 50, 60 years. Mm. So if I don't get in a two workouts this week, who cares? Yeah. Like it just doesn't matter. Point of view. You've been for your hot girl walk, had your iced oat latte, and now you're sitting down at your desk ready to start work. 
but something's missing. Who can relate? You've done everything right and yet you still feel uninspired. This is actually a big reason why I created my brand, The Happy Employee. It's like I wanted the good vibes of my morning routine to filter through to my workday, but also still enabling me to get shit done. The Happy Employee is eco-friendly stationery designed to uplift performance and nurture your mind. Make 2023 the year to focus on your growth and a healthier mindset. Whether it's for you or someone you love, my conscious deskware is the perfect Chrissy present. If I do say so myself. Save yourself 15% using the code some would say by heading to thehappyemployee.com.au. I think when you look at the bigger picture, you'll start to realize, oh, okay. Yeah, I can be a little bit kinder to myself mm-hmm. because, you know, I, it's okay. Yeah, and it's so much worse when you push through when you really should be resting and all your body is saying, I'm run mm-hmm. down, I need to chill today. Like, yeah. yeah, that was me the other week, like, just feeling like I was on the verge of something and I could have so easily just pushed myself because I was like, I'm going to be out of this, like I've been on such a good run and I know it's going to throw me off. Mm. I was like, it's that feeling. And then I was like, no, I'm so glad I rested because I, yeah, would have felt so much worse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, one hot, one hot day doesn't make it summer and it's the same when I have conversations with my clients and they say, oh, I missed a workout or I didn't have a great meal or I, you know, had a big night on Saturday night. Mm. I say, okay, let me flip this for you. Imagine you did that all the time and just one meal, you ate, um, you know, a salad and you're sitting there asking me why, you know, you're not the fittest human on earth. Mm-hmm. Same yeah. thing. You're not going to undo years and years of results from missing, oh, from eating one salad the same way. You're not going to undo years and years of work by missing one workout or having a few wines with your girlfriends. There's a quote that it, it, it goes the same way. Hundred percent. Yeah. There's there's a quote that sums up all of that exact like exactly so well, and it's bad day, not a bad life, mm. and it's it's like one of my favorite things. If like, yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. Shitty mood. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's great. Um, In relation to, I know you mentioned it before. You said you you don't really care what people think of you in the gym, but I can imagine being in the space that you are. There would be a lot of people who struggle with body confidence, um, especially Mm -hmm. being in a gym. Do you have any words of advice to someone who might be feeling like that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I'm in a unique position that I've grown up being in gyms. So for me, it's actually a safe place, not a place where I feel super vulnerable or out of touch. Um, I would say just no one cares as much as you think they do. And they really don't. I know even when I'm in the gym, I'm caught up in what exercise I'm doing. Is my form right? All sorts of things. I'm going through my day in my head and I'm sure everyone else is the same that, that Everyone else is so concerned about themselves. No one's actually looking at you. And how many times, you know, you catch yourself staring off and, you know, you might catch your eyes with someone and and you're like, oh, my God, I hope they don't think I'm staring at them. I'm really not. The same goes for them looking at you. You know, I think it it is really tricky, but as soon as you realise that people are so caught in their own head and they're there for their own purposes, they're not there to check you out. They didn't even know you were going to be there. Maybe mm. your crush, your gym crush did. But, you know, people <laughs> aren't going there to, to watch other people. They're going there to look after themselves. And I can guarantee you just as much as you're thinking, oh, what are they thinking about me? They're thinking the exact same thing. Totally. Um, but, you know, and then, I mean, I guess little tools you can have is go with a friend, you know, stick together. I find that's always less intimidating. Wear something you're really comfortable in. If that means you wear an oversized shirt or you just wear your leggings or 
your favorite sports bra or whatever it is, just make sure you're comfortable. If you're always pulling your pants down or, you know, pulling your boobs back into your top because it didn't really fit right, you're going to feel a little bit more uncomfortable. Mm. And, you know, maybe, and then to like an even greater extent, get a trainer at that gym for a couple of weeks and just get them to kind of show you the ropes. If you're really unfamiliar with the gym, yeah, that is intimidating. Um, Get them to show you what exercises you should be doing, how to set it up properly. Because I feel as though, and for me even personally, walking to a commercial gym, which is where you wouldn't usually find me, I do get a bit stuck with equipment sometimes. Like especially when they've got these really new pieces, I'm thinking there's like 15 different exercises I can do on this. I don't know how to set it up for what I want to do. And I mean, I'll probably try and grab someone that works there to ask them. But yeah, getting a trainer in, getting to show you the ropes a little bit and then, you know, kind of doing it on your own. But Yeah, great advice. Yes. Yeah, that's great advice. I had something to say and I completely lost it. Oh, worst feeling in the world. <laughs> no, <Nah>, it's gone. <laughs> Maybe while I say something, you'll remember. Yeah. But um, on, on that topic of body confidence, like I'm I actually, when it comes to like gym, like active wear, I'm, I'm quite a stingy person. So I, I will rarely fork out money for things like that. I'm like, why can't I just wear my baggy old daggy t-shirts and the one pair of tights I've owned since 2017. Yeah, you want a Jane tights. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. They don't they? Yeah. But. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know the ones. But some of my best girlfriends yeah. must, must have read my mind because um, like, I think it was last year for my birthday, I got like a voucher for like some really expensive app, app, active wear and I was like oh finally like the time has come and it's crazy how much of a difference it made like the inspiration to just have a few nice pieces like you it don't really have to does. go and spend like you don't have to fork out your whole bank account mm. but like it does it really makes a difference and it, yeah I, I thought so anyway mm. yeah mm. No, but it does and I, I think you know the industry is so competitive now there, if you spend the money, I've had pieces that have lasted me, like say from Lululemon, mm. five five plus years. Yeah, and you bring the cost per wear down. It's it, and you know, I mean, that's how I justify my online shopping cost per wear. But um, yeah, yeah, it does become you know, it is worth it, it's and an also investment. really putting you know, dollar value on that confidence in the gym. And if that's what's going to encourage you to keep going and be consistent in the gym amazing yep. yeah do what yeah. you gotta do it's almost like finding that it's almost like a habit but uh, you know like the term like mm. habit stacking it's almost like that yes. sort of essence the snowball effect of feeling good looking good like yeah well, not looking good feeling yeah. good yeah and it's <laughs> like you want to put it on so you want to go and use it you know what i mean yeah yeah like yesterday mm. my you spent the money, like, i want people to see this I yeah. bought these like light pink joggers recently that I'm like obsessed with. But yesterday I went out after there's been heaps of rain in Brisbane and I got a little bit of mud on the front of both of them. And I got home, like tried to scrub it off, but it, now I've like made the stain worse. I'm like, well, fucking better just throw them out then. Like, like, which is so bad and I'm not going to like rest assured, <laughs> save the whales. But like, <laughs> but, but I, I'll message you. I'm a, I'm a prolific, I'm a prolific food washer. I will message you how to get these stains oh, out. Oh, please. I'm terrible yeah, no, at getting stains out of things. Like oh. I really need to know this because I'm like, oh, now my whole like – my heart sank. I'm like, I never oh. want to, never want to exercise again. That's me done. You need to chuck it. Yeah, you need to just put them in the wash. Yeah, yeah, but it feels yeah. like it needs something more. Like it looks like a pretty hectic stain that's well, here to stay. What was we'll that? Okay. And a washing machine cycle. They'll be brand new. You don't even have to like pre like treat it or anything. You just you throw already, it in. You've already given it like sometimes I'll okay. give it a little scrub with the toothbrush and some like a bar of soap. 
Okay. And just like, you know, the old school, like really yeah. fast. Wonder soap or whatever. Yeah. And then I just like wet it a little bit, scrub it if it's really bad. But I mean, I wash coffee out of shoes, everything. I completely flog my brand, like my super white um, ultra boosts and I put them through the wash and they come out sparkly clean. Yeah. Nice. Love it. Apparently it's better. Apparently it's the dab, not the rub that gets it out. Oh. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> Well, you really, we've really learned something valuable here today, folks. So thanks for that, Katie. Um, the podcast is taking a turn in our cleaning station. <laughs> yeah, clean talk or whatever yeah. it is. Me taking notes. Um, yes. Shifting gears a little bit. In This year, actually, you launched a cookbook called The Kitchen Series. Big congrats on that one. Thank you. What is your philosophy around food? You mentioned um, you had gut issues before. What exactly mm-hmm. was your struggle with that? Um, so I think like most, actually I'd say guys as well, but most girls can relate. I had, you know, the typical symptoms, bad bloating. I was low in my iron. I was nutrient deficient across a range of different things. I would eat some things and I'd feel great. I'd eat other things and feel horrible. I just couldn't pinpoint it. And it ultimately came down to a series of a few different like medical events where I had to take all different types of medication over 10 years, Mm -hmm. Um, nothing too serious, but ultimately just damaged my gut lining and everything I ate, no matter what I was, was reacting with my gut. I wasn't able to absorb the nutrients, um, so forth. I worked with a nutritionist, um, Libby Munro, and she's absolutely phenomenal. I'd seen that many specialists and hate to think how much money I'd spent on trying to get to the bottom of this bloating. And she ultimately just said, we need to do a whole protocol to heal your gut. Um, I did that last year and that probably took me six months and I was all in and, um, but I've never looked back since and I've felt, never felt better and more productive and less injured and not sick and all the beautiful things and not on iron, which is amazing. Um, so that was great. But my, so that kind of, that I've always been passionate about food prior to, um, my gut journey. That's definitely put a whole nother layer to it, but the kitchen series, my cookbook I had actually wrote all those recipes prior to getting to the bottom of my gut stuff so um that book it's funny how it all came about it was a very very organic process in the sense that I had a bunch of notes on my phone random rogue notes that I would give to my clients we'd be talking about food throughout their sessions or what they're going to cook for dinner that night or breakfast next morning and they'd often say oh what do you think about this and I just love food and cooking so we we're always sharing ideas and I'd write down notes and send it to them to go to the grocery shop Anyway, one of my clients was actually a graphic designer and she said to me one day, why don't you put these notes together a bit more formally and you can give it to your clients as a bit of an onboarding tool to make it seem really, you know, professional. So, oh, great idea. And pretty much like anything I do, it went from, you know, notes to maybe a little bit more nicer notes then well there should be an accompanying photo and if we're going to do an accompanying photo then we'll get you know my content team to do it and and blah 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 blah, blah. so forth we ended up with this ebook that launched in january this year and that was it i was like cool an ebook i'll sell it mostly to my clients maybe a few people um you know that aren't in brisbane and can't train with me might be interested i literally had zero expectations and I was so blown away. It was never meant to be anything. And now it's a fully functioning business on its own. And I then in the process of launching the ebook, someone messaged me saying, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I got an ebook. looks amazing. Can't wait to get my hands on a hard copy. And I thought, Oh, that's really nice. Thanks so much. Um, yes. COVID delays. Uh, they'll be coming soon. And there I am Googling 
where to print hard copy books in Brisbane. (laughs) (laughs) It was (laughs) – Oh my god! I had I was like, oh yeah, they're coming. Don't worry. Like just COVID delay. Starting with the ebook. It's coming soon. Um, and I think it was probably six weeks later. I had a hard copy out, and we now have. I don't know. When I say we, I don't know who I'm talking about. It's just me. I have um, <laughs> a small biz thing. That's always me on Instagram. I'm like, <laughs> we love you. I know. I'm like we. Yeah, yeah. it's me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I when oh we got any stuff like that. I have over twelve stockists now for the cookbook, and book two is on its way. And we've got some really exciting things happening with that. We've had heaps of cooking events, launch events. Um, it's been absolutely amazing. So How good. A very not meant to be situation has now become one of my greatest passions and joys and favorite things to work on during the day. Oh, they're like the best. I love. I don't know about mm. you, but that's so me to be like, I'll oh, just do something little. And then next minute it's like this full big production with like <laughs> oh, yeah. campaigns. Like, yeah, and- campaigns, bloody oh, influencers yeah. involved. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can- I have tissue paper with the kitchen series printed on it. Like what the heck? Yeah. Also picture me, you know, just before Christmas hyperventilating on my parents' kitchen floor as I'm trying to get some recipe to come together and I've – you know, drafting copies of this and we've got content people coming to shoot photos. Anyway. So funny. Uh, truth be told, it's it's um it's all well and happening now, but it um yeah, nothing comes without a little bit of hard work and some lots of ambition. <laughs> I love that. So well if I don't know about you, but I am a serial recycler of meals, especially during the week and yeah. especially when I'm busy. Like we will have, me and my partner will have like go-to meals. We'll be like vegetarian pizza on a Wednesday night, chicken soup on a Monday night. Like we're just so, can't be bothered sometimes thinking of new recipe ideas. Mm-hmm. Do you have any go-to meals that you always come back to? Definitely. So I live with um, some of my, like my brother and his fiance. So there's a lot of us and they eat a lot. So we always have food going in the house. Um, the veggie loaded mince is a weekly staple, whether we turn that into spaghetti bolognese or tacos or just kind of have it in the fridge to snack on. Um, the zesty roast chicken is a whole roast chook in the oven. That is definitely a weekly staple. Yum. And then personally, yeah, it's really good. And that I sounds- think it just, it's so wholesome. It smells amazing. Mm. Sounds like um, such a good definitely- summer thing, like to have with salad or something, like cook yeah, it and then well, have it with salad. Have, I think like that's where people get let down is that they just don't have anything prepared. And when you're not prepared, that's when you turn to eat things that you don't really want to eat or aren't the most nutritious. So Preach. Yeah. Yeah. And then for lunches, oh, I'm, I'm someone, my route, my lunch never changes. And that is a tuna, my, it's in the cookbook, it's called Katie's um, tuna salad. And it is literally a tin of tuna, some rice, veg. It's just like, it is so good. It's got my proteins, my carbs, my fats. I can have it ready to go. It just is so good. And then the last thing, so we've got two dinners, one lunch, and then we always have my granola and I make kilos of it at a time and everyone just snacks on it, whether for breakfast or dessert or yeah, whatever. So they would be my go-tos. So good. Mm, I wasn't hungry before this episode started and now I am. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, Katie, this chat has been so engaging and um, you're so lovely and the vibes are high. Thank you so much for joining us. What have you got coming up that people listening should be aware of? 
You said you've got a second book or something coming up? Yeah, so second book. Um, that's all a little bit of, um, a little while away. We're working mm. with some really amazing people to bring that one together, which is exciting. None that I can really disclose right now, but it is happening and there is book two. Um, I have actually a lot coming up, but I'm, I feel like I'm that person's like, I can't say anything. Uh, uh, yeah, I really can't. That so old chestnut. There's a lot happening in the back end of the year, um, but a lot more – more, more cooking events. That's probably the for the thing that's at the forefront of my mind at the moment. Um, I work with some butchers and different food shops around Brisbane. So together and with other stockists, we have a lot of um, cooking events, live cooking events, which is just amazing. I think especially post-COVID, bringing people back together in a room, you know, touching stuff, tasting stuff, really, mm. yeah, being together again is so nice. So yeah. The moment it's just cooking events and a few other projects on the side that I'm sure people will see that transpire in the next few months. Love that. Sounds so wholesome. I love yeah. the idea of a cooking event. Yeah. It like, warms my heart. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we, we, we should get you girls one. It's so fun. Yes, yes please. Please. Well, we wanted to end our chat with a little bit more fun. And so we've prepared three unknown would you rather questions. Would you rather? Would you rather? <laughs> <laughs> would you rather <laughs> questions? Katie, I should say. Katie hasn't seen them. It's a surprise as per usual. My palms just got sweaty. Oh. <laughs> I'm nervous. It's so funny. We love how like invested people get in these. Yeah. So the first question okay. is. Would you rather never be able to lift weights again or never be able to go for a run? Never go for a run. Yeah, I, I was like, that might, I was like, this <laughs> is easy. <laughs> yeah, never go for a run. I love that you even thought about it. I was like, now nah, she already knows the answer to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't, it's just, yeah, no, run, run. It's yep. obvious to run. Yeah. Fair. It's funny though, because even when you know the answer deep down, the thought of like never having something again makes you just go, oh, but, but maybe. Maybe I do want to. Yeah. yeah. But maybe I want to. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Question two. Would you rather have to wear trainers everywhere you go or wear stilettos when you sleep? Oh, trainers, 100%. I already do that. I don't even think that's something I'd have to sacrifice. Yeah, fair. But like yeah. big, chunky, big, chunky ones. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking we're like not talking stylish, nah. new balance, like big, chunky ones with like a, a gown or something. No, I think confidence. Just shoulders back, chin up. You yep. got this, sis. Get those sneakers out there. Just wear a really long maxi dress. Like if you have to go somewhere super formal, really long maxi yep. dress to hide them, like no Paris, one would know. Paris Fashion Week styles, just wear whatever the fuck you want, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, literally. I'm like, oh, my God, you, didn't, you don't know about these? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Okay, and the last one. Would you rather forget your headphones before a workout? Or work out at a gym where everyone grunts obnoxiously with every rep. <laughs> oh, that's so tough because I hate the grunters. I'm that person that looks at them with the eyes. I'm like, excuse you. <laughs> um, right there, mate. Oh, I think. Oh, I think I'd have to. Um, I'd have to listen to the grunters because I, I love my headphones. I love my music. Like, I mean, what else would I do in my rest time? <laughs> exactly. If I'm not playing, you know, candy shop by 50 cent, I don't know what I'm doing in my rest time. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You need to be flicking through those songs. <laughs> I was. Yeah. And if I am running, I, I, it's just so bad, but I will not go for a run without headphones. No, that's fair yeah, enough. It's just not running. Yeah. So. 
I'm a, I'm a music person through and through. My partner listens to podcasts at the gym and I'm like, I don't get that. Like, uh-huh. I cannot relate. No. They are not pumping Podcast me Podcast is going for a walk. That's it. Maybe like a drive in the car. Sure. <laughs> But yeah. not a gym. Yeah, a bunch of clients yeah, that listen not. to Prime podcasts when they run because oh. a they want to run the entire length of the podcast. They can hear what happens, and two they said they're so scared it makes them run faster. <gasps> oh like, my god! Weird, but I kind of get it. But I mean, you wouldn't catch me doing it. I have you know like flume blasting <laughs> my background, like in my ears. But um, yeah, wow. when you see someone running really fast, all I can think now is. It's a good podcast. Yeah, true crime. <laughs> I was, I was, I went through a stage yeah. of being obsessed with the gym during high school, like year nine. Yeah, you were. Yeah, I was like, I was literally. This is so weird. If you know me now, but I was literally known as gym girl, like in my year group, and that's so weird. Like if you did know me personally, like in this time of my life, because I'm certainly not. Um, but if I'd go, I'd always go from school, like walk there after school, and if I forgot my headphones. Like there was no chance I was doing a workout that day. Like I was getting straight on the next bus home. <laughs> it just I wasn't happening. You know, your, your email address was, you know, jimgirl101 underscore yeah. locks, underscore my <laughs> underscore socks. Oh, probably. Yeah, it wasn't far off it. Jim sure. junkie underscore Laz. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> oh, oh and all funny. the Les Mills classes, remember them? Like mm. classic anyway. Good times. Well, yeah. Katie, thank you Good so times. much for joining us. Thank you for having me. We've loved having you. And where can everyone find you? And also, like, if they want to work with you in terms of, are you taking on new clients? I'm not taking on new clients at the moment, but I always do encourage people to email through because you never know if, yeah. you know, if a client moves away or gets um, sick or whatever, then, of course, I do have more spots. But um, I think the more, the easiest way to find me is through Instagram, which is at Martin underscore. And then otherwise I have a website, which is www.katymartin.com.au. Hit her up. Amazing. We'll add everything in the description below. But thank you so much, Katie, for joining us. We've absolutely loved chatting with you today. That's okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to today's chat. If you loved what we had to say, hit subscribe, leave us a review and find us on Instagram at some would say podcast. Talk then. Thanks for listening to today's chat. If you loved what we had to say, hit subscribe.